Okay, that was Handsome and the Humbles with a Down to the Wire. This is the Brian Hornback Podcast. Uh, thank you for joining me today on this, the 54th episode of the Brian Hornback Podcast. Um, just going to talk uh, today about 2021 and what might have happened, what did happen, um, and all those great possible things. Um, looking back at some of the statistics for the Brian Hornback podcast, uh, my first episode in 2021 aired on January the 5th. Um, and that, uh, that, that actual podcast was, was entitled all eyes on Georgia. Um, and so, you know, it's interesting that on January the 5th of 2021, uh, I would have had my first 2021 podcast and it would be all eyes on Georgia. Because what do we know now a year later? Um, we we now know that the very next day on January the 6th um, was an insurrection, um, more or less. Uh, well, not, not more or less. It, there was an insurrection. Uh, 50,000 people had gone up. That was the day that the Congress and Senate were to um, certify the uh, election uh, for President Joe Biden. Uh, there was a rally uh, there in D.C. Um, where pre- former President Trump uh, spoke to about estimated to be about 50,000 people. Um, and we know that um, I say we know we I, I viewed the HBO, um, the HBO series, um, um, the HBO show uh, Four Hours at the Capitol. And so we know that um, from watching that, we know that the Proud Boys were there and they were the first ones to kind of go to the Capitol. Um, and so uh, and from that, then, you know, other mass of people uh, got to the Capitol. Uh, we know that lives were lost at the Capitol on January the 6th. Um, we know that a lot of destruction happened um, on January the 6th. Uh, and, and hope that that, that never happens again, or hope that, um, we're more prepared. Uh, I'm a hundred percent in favor of free speech. I'm in favor of uh, defending, um, my position and my ability to say what I say. I, I believe in, um, in, in, uh, the act of journalism. I believe that, uh, everybody uh, should be able to act as a journalist. Uh, and so um, I'll protect that right. I'll protect the right of free speech. I'll protect the right of a free press um, every time. Um, but um, what happened in Washington with our capital, um, I can't support. Um, so anyway, we do know uh, that uh, my first podcast in 2021 was on January the 5th and, and all eyes to me were on Georgia. Um, and so, uh, that was because of the elections that were going on down there and, and, uh, what was going on. Uh, 52% of my, of my listeners listen between the hours of 5 a.m. and 11 a.m. That's interesting because I myself am a very early riser. Uh, I get up and I get about my business. Uh, so, um, those of you, uh, either that says to me that many of you, uh, go to bed early, uh, and 
and get up and get about your business. Or it tells me that many of you have sleep problems and many of you, um, are, um, probably listening to me to go back to sleep. Um, but, uh, in, in the year of 2021, there were 37 episodes. We're going to increase the frequency there. We're going to have more episodes. This is already my second episode of 2022. So, um, uh, we, we're already, um, above the fray. So, uh, 37 episodes aired in, uh, or were recorded and aired in 2021 and of those 37 episodes that was 734 minutes uh, across those 37 episodes so um you know let's kind of talk about um and i'm I'm, at this point i've exhausted all my notes uh so at this point we're just going to kind of talk about what uh what kind of happened um obviously uh president biden took office trump left office um you know again uh with um, the uh, Democrats having the House and the presidency, and the Republicans and the high, and the and the Democrats having a very very almost a fifty fifty in the Senate, um, the good news is um, they haven't been able to do a lot of anything, um, and so that's good. Uh, I'm 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 in favor of that. I, actually, I I prefer uh, there to be gridlock. Uh, the reason I like gridlock is because nobody can, the Republicans, which is the party that I, I'm, I affiliate with that I've, I've, that I'm, I'm, that I'm committed to, that I have been committed to can't pass things that can mess up our lives. And the Democrats can't pass things to mess up our lives. So uh, I like gridlock because I, I, I prefer that, um, a lot of things just don't happen. Um, and so, you know, it's, uh, gridlocks, gridlocks golden. Um, but you know, I do, uh, want to say that, um, in, uh, you know, obviously COVID, uh, has continued, um, in this year, uh, in 2021, we had the Delta variant, uh, we had immunizations available. Um, we had two immunizations and a booster available in 2021, um, so a lot of that, uh, and, and we're already starting 2022 with, with that continuing to go on. Uh, you know, it's, um, COVID it's COVID-19. So it, it's, you know, coronavirus, um, uh, disease That's what COVID stands for. Um, and 19 was the year, I guess it was created, but it really didn't hit us until 2020. Uh, and then of course, 2021, and now we're dealing with it again in 2022, uh, so, you know, that's, that, that's an interesting part of it. Um, and so, um, we're still dealing with it in 2022. Um, and, and I suspect we still will, but, uh, in 2021, we had, uh, two, two vaccines and a booster. Um, and there, you know, if, if you've chosen not to get the vaccine, you know, the more power to you. Um, we're now, um, I guess in 2021, some of our younger, uh, citizens were uh able to get the vaccine now um and so that was that was interesting um Nice county commission um got off to an interesting start in 2021 uh that's when they started uh, arguing about the merit council and merit system for the sheriff's employees and, and so that went on for the first uh first half of the year um and 
you know, it was, um, ultimately, you know, it wound up ending about mid year. Uh, then in, um, September, uh, Larson J, um, was, um, no longer the commission chairman. And so Richie Beeler and, and Justin Biggs, uh, replaced, uh, Larson J and, and John Schoonmaker, um, for, for leadership there, the school board changed leadership, uh, from Susan Horn and Virginia Babb to, uh, Christy Christie and, um, Evity Satterfield. Uh, so that was, that was a change, uh, from the previous year city, the, the city, uh, council, um, had elections, all five incumbents, uh, were reelected, uh, the Knox County Republican party, uh, had, um, had, had, I guess, uh, put their hopes on, um, five challengers, um, and, uh, put their resources to five challengers. Uh, city council movement had three candidates. Uh, those three didn't make it, uh, past the, past the August 31st primary. And, uh, then ultimately in November, those five, uh, incumbents all won, um, reelection. Um, and so I don't know that that really says anything about the Republican party, uh, as much as it says that the, uh, the voters in the city of Knoxville, um, are, are more, um, are more left leaning. I, I almost, almost hate to say left leaning, but, but uh, I think you can look at the city and you can see that they have a, a, the voters of the city, uh, have a more intentional vote, uh, for, um, Democrats or those that affiliate with the Democrat party. I don't think the Republicans, um, at this point have been able to, uh, put forward the kind of candidates that you need, um, to, uh, win in the city. Um, and, and I don't know that that's, I don't know that, that, that really says that, that, that the voters of the city really are. So what, what I think, where I think the wheels fell off for the Republican candidates is that they continue to talk about national talking points. They talked about the, um, you know, the things that the, the national stuff, um, and, and they didn't really get into the local issues. Uh, whereas I think if, if they had gotten more into local issues, I think that's where the city voters come down. I think they come down on issues, uh, that, that, involve their daily life that involve their, um, uh, the, um, the lifestyle, um, you know, roads, parks, um, you know, um, safety. Um, and, and I, I think that when you try to take five candidates and you put them all on the same talking points, I think the problem you have is that you don't recognize that the city is very different in West Knoxville versus East Knoxville, uh, South Knoxville or, or, or Knoxville is very different in North Knoxville, um, say out in Fountain City and and inward toward Fourth and Gill versus what it is in in Vestal and uh, Colonial Heights and and and, and um, um, in those South Knox neighborhoods. So, you know, I, I don't think you can, I don't think you can run the six chat, the six incumbents, uh, based on what is currently happening in the city. 
and so I don't, and I don't think you can run challengers based on national talking points. Uh, and so I think that was the problem uh, in that city election. Uh, there, there was more votes uh, cast this time uh, for the off year. Now, um, I will I will stipulate that there wasn't as many uh, there wasn't five candidates running four years ago, um, and clearly the four candidates that were uh, the five candidates were on the candidates ran four years ago uh, weren't as didn't take as hard a right Republican uh, line as um, these five that um, they were able to prevail um, this time. So <clears throat> that was that was all interesting. Um, so then, you know, how, how does that prepare us for um, 2023? I don't know that it does. Um, you know, it, it all it all comes back to, you know, who who are the candidates in 2023 for for mayor and then uh, the other the four seats that you have up in 2023 for in the city is um, the three at largest. Uh, so those are currently held by um, Janet Testerman, Lynn Fugate, and Amelia Parker, and then uh, Charles Thomas uh, out in the uh, in the fifth city council district. So you know it all depends on who those uh, challengers are to those folks, um, and so you know we'll, we'll we'll see how that shakes out. Um, certainly, I, I think there is a target uh, that uh, folks are are looking to place on. Um, on Mayor Ken Cannon, uh, obviously, I think she'll have an opponent. She'll probably have one that that is much more right than she is. Um, but you know, we'll see how that goes. We've got to get through the 2022 elections, which is the county elections, and there's more than 30 uh, seats up on the ballot then. And so, um, you know, we'll be talking about that more as we get into 2022. Uh, I would encourage you if if you if you're listening to this podcast, it's very likely. Uh, that you're a political um, observer, uh, you're a a political uh, someone who follows politics. I would encourage you, no matter what side of the aisle you're on politically, whether you're uh, conservative, whether you're liberal, whether you're a um, whether you're a um, moderate, uh, um, I would encourage you to to watch the HBO pro uh, HBO, uh, which is uh, four hours at the Capitol. I remember um, hearing what was going on after lunch uh, a year ago, January 6th. Um, and even after I got home from work, um, even after I got home from work and I watched it on TV, um, you know, I still didn't ha really have as full a grasp of what happened. But I think when you watch uh, the HBO, um, it's, it's only an hour and a half. Um uh, Pro, uh, documentary, I guess you want to call it. I, I, I have a problem calling it a documentary because, um, you know, I, I don't know that you you have to you have to consider one that it was probably put together with with a mindset to be more liberal um, in than uh, than than maybe some of my Republican. Uh, folks would would want to be i'm not as hard right as i used to be uh but um you know i, I don't but i would encourage you to watch this hbo uh, program four hours at the capitol because uh they're taking 
they're taking footage from 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 some of the videographers and the filmmakers that were kind of uh, in infiltrated into the uh, into the mass of people that got into the Capitol, uh, got onto the House floor, got into the Senate chambers. Um, but they also are are showing you uh, footage, actual footage from uh, body cam on the officers. Um, and it, it's, it, it is somewhat disturbing, um, because you, you don't actually, you see the, you see the, um, one of the cameras does, uh, show not necessarily, they show the firing of the gun and you don't see the person falling, but you do see, um, that it happens in close proximity. Um, so, you know, it's, um, I do think that it's important uh, that we be able to see uh, that kind of information, especially since we have the technology. I, I guess I just have a problem with um, folks um, thinking that 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 their support for uh, former President Trump is like 1776, because um, none of us were here in 1776, obviously. Um, but um that was a much you know we we've far more advanced um since 1776 um there wasn't a capital in 1776 um and you know you didn't have um you didn't have a rotunda where uh, se- uh seven uh, marijuana joints could be smoked on January 6th 2021 um that did happen. I didn't learn that until I watched four hours of the Capitol. Um, but, um, you know, it's just, uh, it's just unfortunate that our political structure has gotten into the place that it has that, um, that that is what we have gravitated toward. Um, I did not support president Biden. Uh, you know, I, I'm, can't say that he's done anything in the last year that I've agreed with because he's not, but, um, there is an orderly transition, uh, and there is an election every four years. Uh, so, um, we can vote him out, um, and vote somebody else in. Uh, and I think that will likely happen, but anyway, um, there's just not, you, you can, you can protest your government. You can, you can uh, take your, uh, redress to the, your government, but, uh, you don't do it by knocking out windows and climbing through, um, openings and that kind of thing. So anyway, um, you know, it'd be interesting to see, I, I was at a meeting, uh, the Carnage Republican club meeting this week, uh, the first week of January. And, um, there, the, uh, Betsy Henderson school board member was there and, and there was some talk about this, um, what's going on with the mask and the mask argument. And I've said on this podcast before, and I'll say it again, uh, I'm not going to argue with you about mask. I'm not going to argue about, with you about the vaccine. I wear a mask. Um, I, um, I've been vaccinated. I've been boosted. Um, and that's my choice. And if you don't like it, you can jump on with my haters. Um, but, uh, and I'm not going to tell you that you should or shouldn't, Uh, do one or the other. So, um, but, um, somebody was suggesting that, um, the school board and the school system should just buck up 
and uh, and go against the federal judge. Um, I I made a comment that I mean, as long as it's the school board members and the superintendent get locked up in jail, I'm okay with it. That was said as a joke. Um, I, I don't think that a governmental entity, the Knox County School Board, or the superintendent of schools should be defying a federal judge's orders, whether we, whether I agree with them or not, whether whether the students are students of the Knox County school system or not. Um, you know, uh, the fact is we have, you, you have a Congress and a Senate uh, at the federal level. You have a House and a Senate at the state level. And you have a judiciary. And the judiciary on the federal level uh, determines what's going on in uh, you know the 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 interpretation. Uh, now whether I have agreed with previous uh, federal judges and, and rulings is beside the point. Uh, that is what they do call the balls and strikes. Uh, same on the state level. Uh, you have a state judiciary. They call the balls and strikes. And then you have a president that's supposed to carry out the executive function um, for all of that. Uh, so. I know we've lost our way along the way, but it's still the best government in the land and we should support it. And uh, that's kind of my recap for 2021. And uh, thank you all for joining the Brian Hornback podcast. We're going out with Handsome and the Humbles, the second part of Down to the Wire.